and we are live. The Aspen NFT Gaming Spotlight. Today we're doing a little bit of open mic night. Usually we have a topic or a community we want to cover, but this week we're doing it. We're doing it raw. Let me uh, let you co-host Jeremy. Give me one second. Let some people roll on in here. Good people. How are you? I'm 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 pretty good. I don't know how these people are. Um I was gonna say while we let some people roll in here, do we wanna talk a little bit about um NFT LA? You know, it's kind of a uh, a week to the day. Uh, we were all together last week, how how that went for us. I wasn't there actually at the conference, but I was around uh, doing some some networking things, and you were in the trenches with everyone. I was certainly in the trenches. Uh, yeah. No, it was, it was a pretty good event. Um, some stark differences to NFT NYC. Uh, not a lot of projects represented, but more like um, utility services, I would say, involved. But it was a good event. I liked that, unlike New York, it was sort of centrally located in one location, one conference center, which was nice. Um, so, yeah, no, it was good. Look, man, I, I see Lardy here. Uh, I see uh, Crypto Ricky from uh, the Vid uh, Discord channel, as well as Lardy from, from our uh, Discord server. So it's really great to... See some familiar faces here today. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, anyone that wants to come up tonight, we're just talking about whatever. Feel free to you know share whatever you're interested in. Obviously, you put a focus on P2E um, and, and play to earn blockchain gaming. Um, but we're we're letting everyone um, come on up if you have something to say, have a question, whatever. We want uh, we want some interaction today. Steve, Steve, important to note that there's going to be a big announcement that I'm going to make about Discord uh, toward the end of this. Uh, so just make sure that you remind me before we wrap up to, to make that announcement at the end, uh, because we're going to talk about some changes to the server that are really exciting and uh, are really good for the community. So just remind me to make sure I have that that happening. Yeah, these usually run about an hour. So like uh, 615, 620, I'll remind you and you can... Uh... Fill us in on what's going on in the Discord. Some some good things. Um, yeah, I'm man, sure. and, and we got we got dad moves here. We got girl dad here. We got Benton here. We got Austin here. Like a nice room coming together here. Like really happy to have you guys here. And like um, I think Steve, let's make sure that at the end of this, we announce who the, who the focused games are for the next couple episodes, so people can get an idea of what's coming as well. Sounds like a plan. While I uh, have them here, I'm going to, Dad Moves, I'm going to invite you as a co-host as well, because I know we've been rugged before, so I like to have as many people as possible, just to have the audio backup, because we will be turning this and all spaces moving forward into a podcast, because I know not everyone can make this time, might be weird in different time zones, um, but I want everyone to be able to listen at some point. Man, there he is. There yo, he is. yo, what's up? 
um, yeah, sorry about that. It just was connecting, but, uh, no, I'm glad to be here. And, um, yeah, I did the same with Steve uh, last week in NFTLA, just did not go to the convention. I don't go to conventions in my own industry. Um, I just go to the city where they're being held and hang out and, uh, party. Uh, <laughs> that's typically my move. Um, so that was the same move, uh, here in web three. And I had a great time with you guys really enjoyed uh, going to the Clippers game. Um, what a comeback. Uh, and, and, you know, it was nice being in the suite. Um, and then uh, the Aspen Hangout at Tom's Bar. We had a great week. It was really fun. Yeah, I mean, thanks, uh, Top Shot or Dad Moves for sending us to that that Clippers game. I mean, it, it's it's funny. The two most recent basketball games I've been to haven't been because of my Top Shot utility, but rather friends I've met on Twitter. So that's the real utility in Top Shot. Friends you meet on Twitter. Don't let them uh, have you think otherwise. Uh, but it was it was it was a good week, good time. Uh, my first time out there in uh, California. No, hope um, I'm hoping to make it. Obviously, I'm going to be in uh, NYC for NFT NYC, but I actually want to make it to the event and not just be like a a lingerer around. So that'll be fun. Do some content around there. Um, we. Uh, definitely, definitely so. And Dad Moose, by the way, I owe you for tickets for the game. By the way, so I just want to make sure you know I have not forgotten about my debt that I owe you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, sure no worries. You'll you'll be Venmoing my wife. She, I just make the money. She uh, manages and receives all the money. I don't have I don't her know. send me the invoice. I will be prepared to render payment immediately. But uh, let's <laughs> let's talk gaming. Let's talk gaming right now. And and. Get some people on stage that want to share a specific project on the NFT blockchain gaming front that they're excited about. Yeah, any, anything anyone's playing or um, has been looking at playing or has heard of and wants to know more. Um, anyway, if you want to raise your hand or get on up here, we, we can bring you up and talk a little bit. I know Strictly's got uh, a couple projects that he's interested in or a couple projects that are about to launch, I think. So maybe uh, Strictly will come up and talk. Sorry for the cold call, Strictly. Yeah, and in the meantime, I mean, um, you know, one that's not playing right now that I'm looking forward to again. I'm not sure if Girl Dad was involved uh, with this one, but um, was the ETH Walkers. Um, I know our friend uh, Dessert Mentor, um, you know, he was he was really heavy into that, um, as was uh, Time Lord, um, you know, from Top Shot. And so we we had a good time with Eats Walkers as the artist from Archer, um, you know, the animated series. Um, and uh, it, I think the second season's coming back in June for Eats Walkers. Um, and it was just a really cool social game. Um, and I think they're working on some staking aspects and different things that are coming out that are that should be pretty interesting. So if you get a chance, it's something I played in the first season, and I've got four uh, zombies left over, and I'll be ETH walking again season two in June. It looks like it's going to be Miami, uh, so I'm excited for that. I really like the art with ETH walkers. Uh, I didn't uh, get any, but uh, that project looks super dope, and I'm uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, of course, you can see my D-Gen here. That's Universal Rockstar. He's got his frying pan, his bacon and eggs, and his guitar, um, which I'm, I'm a musician who enjoys protein. So I guess this is like my avatar. Um, but uh, obviously, Nifty League is what I'm playing the most. Uh, for people that don't know, it is a 
you, you own the character and it's a play and earn game where you play Super Smash Brothers right now um, with some different game mechanics, but it's really fun. The kids enjoy playing it with me. Uh, and I'm, I'm like, I've gotten super heavy into that project just because I believe in the vision of what the team's doing, which is really like focused on making a fun game as like step one. Um, and I think maybe we could talk about this a little bit. Like I think in, in many instances, like the game is not sort of uh, prioritized and, and, you know, people are trying to build really huge things that require a tremendous amount of capital, but these guys had a game at launch, uh, and it's just a super dope project that I'm, I'm a real huge fan of. So, um, yeah. Uh, and I don't think Nick's here. He's been playing a bit too, but, uh, it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. What you just said, Jeremy is something I'm actually touching on a little bit in a Twitter thread. I have, um, should be ready to post tomorrow. And that's one of the things I hit on is the game should number one, be fun. Um, you know, it shouldn't feel like a job or a chore playing like it. Yeah. It's cool. You can earn tokens playing a game, but does it feel like a second job or is it something you'd actually want to do if there were no tokenization or gamification attached? Like, is this a game you would just pick up and play just like any other game? Or is it only because there's some kind of incentive? And I know you talk a lot about Nifty League um, and seeing gameplay. It actually seems like a game that you would, you know, irregardless of anything, blockchain, anything, you would be interested playing. Um, because it just it, it's simple. Um, it appeals to a wide audience. It's, it's very, if anyone's familiar with the Super Smash Brothers franchise, it's that same kind of battle party brawler gameplay. Um, and I think that's something that speaks to a lot of people. You can just pick it up, play a little bit, and it appeals to all skill levels. You can play casually, or you can, you know, get real intense and on a more experienced level. Um, there's a there's an audience for that as well, and that's that's something that it, it, is it important. Uh, when you first start playing, and there's uh, some really incredible players uh, in the ecosystem. But what's cool too is they're about they're gonna have Nifty Kart, which is kind of like a Mario Kart spinoff, and they're really looking to be sort of like the the Nintendo of, of of blockchain gaming, which I think is a really smart way to sort of enter enter the space. Um, and I'm just like I, I'm excited for that. Uh, and they're gonna get rentals going very soon and guilds. And so I have I've amassed nine DGens, so I'm looking forward to getting a guild together. And getting some scholars and uh, and getting really good uh, gameplay happening with my DGens. That is something I was going to ask you if you didn't say. I was going to say, do you have any information on when the rental system is coming? Because that's another. Um, they, they released a post, and I'll find it where they're talking about how soon it's going to be here. But I, I assume it's it's going to be before May, uh, and and they've also released some nfts that are like uh comic books that you can burn and then get multipliers like extra weapons for your dgens uh that will earn you more tokens and you you know it's there's a bit of game theory involved you know what what are you going to burn your your comic to get this multiplier and um you know should you hold them so some fun with that and i know that's going to happen in uh may so a lot of stuff coming in the in the pipe there um and, and you know, I see Austin here with his sappy seals. Maybe he wants to talk sappy seals a little bit. I've hung in the pixel verse with him a couple times. Uh, maybe he wants to talk about what, what playing that game is like. 
don't put him on the spot like that. Austin, if you want to speak, come on up. If not, don't let Jeremy boss you it's, around. It's the former teacher and educator in me because, like, you just call on kids and you just ask them questions. No, no uh, raising hands, keeping everybody on their toes today. So, girl, dad, I, Lisa, strictly Benton, be ready. Keep your head on a swivel because yeah, it might you, be coming. You were my least favorite kind of teacher. I hated the cold calls. I was never prepared for a question. It's just Steve, get up here, answer this question. I was like, oh, this is awful. But uh, Austin, you're a speaker now. So uh, if you want to share what's been going on in the in the world of Sappy Seals, because honestly, I have my knowledge is very little on that game. So if you would enlighten us, uh, that would be much appreciated. Yeah, of course. Well, hi, y'all. How are you? And yeah, about Sappy Seals. Well, I think that the most interesting thing about Sappy Seals is pixel burst and what you can do there. Like, you can create your own world. Like, I don't know, if I need to compare pixel burst with some popular game, I would compare them with Havo, where you can build your own place and just have fun. But what I enjoy the most about Sapisils is the community. Like, they have like a huge community in Discord and Twitter. And that's the most enjoying part. With your seal, what you can do is play Pixelverse and then stake your seal for now. And they what they are building is like a huge environment around the seals because they are launching new collection and all that stuff i prefer nifty leagues to play because um it's like a different way of game but if you want to enjoy and create your seal city this is the game for you for sure yeah, like for I, I've been in the Pixelverse. Like my son, who's a huge Minecrafter, loves that sort of game where you're like building out your own rooms. Yeah, and then like you can you can go meet up with your friends, and then you guys can play like uh, different arcade games like Pac Man together in the Pixelverse. It's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly, exactly. From from what I've seen of Sappy Seals in the Pixelverse, it looks very simple. And I know Jeremy, you just said. Uh, kind of reminds you and your son of Minecraft and if it can kind of capture that same um, audience that Minecraft which is basically anyone can play Minecraft and have a great time um, I think they're going to be very successful because who cares how simple it looks if you're on it and you're having a fun time um, that's that's the key yeah Yeah. Austin I was going to say too like you know, that's there's a couple trends that we're seeing. Hey, hey, Consti, good to see you, my friend. Uh, one of one of the fellow DJs here. Um, you know, there's a trend I'm seeing, which is like the graphical response to play some of these games um, that are on like the more eight bit kind of like simpler style graphically. Um, those are the games that I've been drawn to so far. Now, what's interesting? Um, there's a game called Blanco. Uh, it's from mythical and my son because of the youtube algorithms got shown this game uh, and it's like a fighting game but it's it's graphically much more 
on sort of like a Xbox Xbox One standard of graphics, like not Unreal, but it's it's definitely higher powered graphics than like a pixelated thing. Um, and he had a lot of fun playing that too. Um, I think they're in their own like marketplace. But go ahead, Austin. You were talking about seals. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just a short thing that I want to say. That is a very simple game, but we all know that it's all about community. And they are building like a huge community around Pixelverse. So if you just want to have some fun, you can join their Discord and text some ARF there. And you will find some friends to play the Pixelverse and create your room and all that stuff. And it's really funny, to be honest. Simple, but funny. Could I ask a question about that game? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Austin, I I minted two or three of the Pixel Pets, but I sold them all pre-reveal. I didn't actually take the time to, to learn about the game and what they all did. So it was kind of a flip for me, unfortunately. But I'm looking back uh, now. I'm checking them out. They kind of revealed into these almost like Pokemon style creatures. I know they had the four different types. You had the air, the earth, the uh, water, and the fire type. And uh, now they seem to all have four um, abilities, and they all seem to have different abilities. And uh, can you tell me a bit about how these are used in the game? Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too deep into that, but. What I know is that they can be staked and depending on their abilities, you will get different amount of pixel. That is the token. But I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure if this can be used in the pixel verse like a seal. I don't know, to be honest. Okay, so the seal becomes your actual character. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and, now, and these, these pixel pets have exactly. some sort of more staking functionality. There. Exactly. Okay. All right, cool. See, so, yeah, you know, it's just one of, I should have taken the time and researched it, but I, I just kind of flipped it. And I hear you talking about it, and it, it reminded yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it, so, it, the pixel pets kind of give me like your, your sort of like Pokemon trading card battle style vibe um, from what I've seen with those. Yeah, right. So I was wondering how that might be used in, in a gameplay mechanic. But, um, you know, I guess if anyone knows if that's planned, I mean, that'd be cool to know because that's the vibe I'm getting to. I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out OX Weird hanging out in the uh, in the space today. My guy, OX Weird, much love to you, my friend. Thanks for popping in. Always good to see you. Yeah, Steve, uh, Blanco's Block Party is the name of the game that I was talking about. It's built by a company called... And it is, like, graphically pretty advanced. It, it, it describes itself as a free, play-to-earn, multiplayer universe owned and built by you. Um, I'm retweeting their latest tweet. You can pull it into the space, or I can pull it into the space so you can see sort of what I'm talking about. But, you know, my son played for a while. He said he had a lot of fun playing. But it was like the closest game I've seen that actually looks like a game that he plays on console. Hmm. I, I, I haven't heard about it. It's, it there's so many games. Because I was doing some research for something else, and I found a project that's fairly popular, but 
almost identical to to Zed Run, but it was your you you could buy a digital horse and it was paired to a horse uh, in real life and you could you know um, earn tokens based on that horse's performance. And there's another Zed Run clone called Pegasi, which is like flying horses, and it's like then these are fairly popular projects and I have no idea how I missed them. And this Blanco's block party is verified. Not that that really means anything nowadays. Well, but... we've learned in the NFT yeah, space yeah. that's that almost like a bad thing. At this right. Point. But I mean, it used to mean something. So it's just, it's interesting. All, all these, all these projects, like you said, and I bet, you know, maybe only a handful of us have heard about Blanco's block party, but it's out there. And then that's what, you know, we try to do uh, with these spaces every week is, is exactly what we're saying. Put a spotlight on these games and these communities because there's just too much out there. You're never going to find all these games yourself. Um, and, and I think it's good to just hop in, learn about something new and what these communities are doing and, and get educated. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, Blanco's is free to play and um, it, yeah, it, it, it you know, like I said, that it was a more, it, it looked more like a, a game that my son would play. Um, and the fact that it's free to play and it doesn't require a wallet and it's centralized is the sort of like gaming on ramp that I think will probably get mass adoption because, you know, a, a kid could sign up with an email and, and get started without having like a, you know, a, a MetaMask or something. Um, so, so it was interesting to see and graphically, uh, like I said, it looks nice, um, plays nice. Yeah. I'm looking at the, I just watched a little video and scrolling through the Twitter feed. The characters look interesting. They're kind of like, um, 3d, like, and it looks like they had, uh, unique artists kind of do each one. So definitely one to check out if, um, if you're looking for a new game, do you, is it more like a street fighter kind of like a fighting game is it like a no it it's like it's like you're in like a open world type environment and and it's it's three dimensional so it's not flat or a side scroller and it's like a battle royal like you're you're all sort of fighting each other and there could be like oh. 25 or 50 people in the in the room and there's teams involved huh. um and it seems like they're going to open up a bunch of mini games within that that ecosystem and 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 I think if anything, like you said, the the biggest thing about this game is um, the barrier of entry is nothing. But like you said, you can sign in with an email. Um, and and I'm not going to say it's it's easy or hard to use a wallet because I feel like if you're on NFT Twitter or or blockchain at all, you have some sort of wallet at this point, and it's kind of second nature to you. But for a lot, it's not. And like you said, your son, um, kids his age, you know. 10 and under even like younger teenagers they might not even though they grew up with the internet they might not be too familiar with these things so i think it's important to have these things where it's really easy to use you can like if i say i can show it to my parents and they can understand it it's um it's it's pretty simple you know it it doesn't take too much explanation they're not going to get lost if you you know leave them to their own devices and have them do it um, so that's awesome to see because I haven't really seen anything else like that. Um, uh, blockchain games, for the most part, at least require you to have a MetaMask to buy an asset to use on their on their game. 
Yeah. And I think like on the security side too, you know, it's kind of your top shot parable where like it's, it's, you don't have to worry about getting hacked on top shot because everything's centrally stored. So you have that situation where all of your gaming assets, you don't need your MetaMask or your ledger attached to play, which if, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that that's a huge concern I have about the gaming space in general is the requirement to have your stuff connected means, you know, you can be a bit more vulnerable in terms of your in-game assets um, in that type of mode. And that's why, like, I think it's going to be really interesting to see with more of your L1 ETH-based games, how the rental systems and rental structures shake out. Because I know on the Nifty League side with their rental structure, you're not going to have to give custody of your asset over to the renter. So if if I am the owner of Universal Rockstar, uh, I'm not going to have to like zip my, my asset over to someone to rent. And so I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen on that front in terms of you know, rental economies and creating these tiers of play that don't require half an ETH to get in are going to be critical to all of these gaming ecosystems to get going. And so I'm pretty fascinated to see what's going to happen with that. I think we're going to see a lot of rental type systems pop up because the way I understand it, when we had the Nifty League guys in our spaces a little bit ago was you rent someone's um, DGEN to earn enough tokens to eventually be able to purchase your own so it's almost like it's like the a perfect combination of free to play and play to earn because it's um well you're you're paying to rent i assume on on some level um but it's a lot more affordable than like the thousand plus dollars you'd have to shell out for one on your own and then there's also things like uh, oh, I almost forgot the name for a second. Uh, Crypto Raiders, which has a guild system that me and, and, and actually me and Dad Moves are in the same guild, and I can use his Raiders. And if I were to buy more Raiders, he can use... So it's a kind of like a everyone in the guild has a shared asset sort of thing. So if you're good friends with somebody um, or you just join their guild, you can you can use their assets to earn tokens, earn loot, earn all this stuff. And I think that might be appealing to someone who's not really willing to shell out a lot of money um, for this big asset or just wants to kind of experience one. You say, hey, join my guild, you know, for a week. I'll let you test run this, um, this whatever, whatever game you're playing. No, I mean, 100, 100%. And like, there's so many people that like, I know that once they, they play Nifty League as an example, they're going to be like, holy shit, this is a lot of fun. But I'm not like, you know, like, I mean, I, I, Benton, you know, I, I love you, Benton. I, I feel like I know you. You know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to, I was about but, to request. But, you know, I don't know that I can lend you, you know, a DJ, and I don't know that I feel comfortable enough to, yeah. you know, send that over to you. So these, these ecosystems uh, of creating tiers of play and tiers of access that, because, I mean, when you think about the fact that, like, you know, a game asset on L1 on a, on a good game, you know, it can cost, you know, the cost of two consoles. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's that's a crazy point of entry. But go ahead, Ben. Turn it yeah. over to you. And uh, that is a common, um, you know, knock on NFTs and game that I hear people say. And one of the biggest projects that I'm uh, that I'm into that, you you know, that's what I talk about all the time uh, is, is Parallel, which is a sci fi um, collectible card game. So think about if you've ever played Hearthstone or if you've ever played Magic the Gathering, 
it's a similar style game, but with NFTs. And they're doing some really interesting things in line with what, what you were just talking about. They also will have a guild system. So I can join up into a guild with some buddies and, you know, they can share my my cards to make a deck and play with or i could share their cards to make a deck and play with and when you their model is play to win i'm sorry um win to earn and when so you only earn tokens if you're winning right so i can make um you know i if i can make a better deck by borrowing some some cards from some of my buddies you know maybe i can't afford that card on on the open market uh because it's rare and really powerful um, I can borrow it from a friend maybe, and now I can, can win some more matches and earn some more tokens, and, and that's great for me. But, you know, a, a lot of people always say, oh, you know, I, I can't spend $1,000 making a deck. How am I ever going to play this game? What Parallel's doing is they're going to have a non and it's it's they're going to have a non-NFT version of the game. So you, I think you're going to be able to, like, buy packs that won't end up being NFTs um and then just kind of be stored in, in an account on their site basically uh and you can play with somebody who's got a full nft deck i think there's there's benefits to having a full nft deck like you'll be rewarded with more of the the in-game currency which is called prime uh when you win but you can still play the game at a very low price point um you know you just won't have the nfts you won't be able to you know uh sell those later on um but you know even now um now that there's been three pack drops and there's a lot of cards out there in the marketplace. Now you can, you can build a deck of NFT cards for just a couple hundred bucks, probably, you know, after gas, I would say, because there's a lot of them you can get like 0.001, 0.002 ETH. So uh, it's becoming more affordable. I mean, the rarer cards are still, you know, really pricey or you're, you're looking at, you know, you car, like legendary cards that there's maybe only 500 of them or so that can be like ha half an ETH uh, to an ETH. Um, but you know, it's, and then some of the more special edition cards are a lot more too, but you can play the game at a really nice price point, uh, and compete with somebody that, you know, uh, has a, a deck like me of all NFTs, you know, just, and you might beat me, you might, you might build a better deck than I, I did with, with no NFTs in your deck. Um, you know, just because you're, you're better at strategizing and, and, you know, you're, you're going the, the cheaper route and you, you know, you don't need the NFTs. So, um, they're, they're doing a lot of cool things like that as well. And one other thing, too, that they did for their last pack drop, they've done three pack drops now. And this, this last one, they introduced something called the Vault, which is interesting. It's kind of like that central, you know, like you were talking about how Top Shot held your NFTs and you don't really have to worry about getting hacked or whatever. And um, I think you still need a MetaMask um, to, to make the purchase, but maybe not even because they did introduce fiat payments in the last pack drop, too. But the Vault holds your NFTs for you. And you can play, and when the game's out, you can play. You never have to uh, transfer them out of the vault if you don't want to. They can be used for the game in there. And then only transfer one or two out whenever you want. You'll have to pay the gas at that point to transfer it to your wallet. Um, but, you know, until that point, you can just leave it in there and play with them, and, and, you're, and you don't have to, to pay, pay gas to get them out of there. So that's kind of an interesting thing that they did, so they'll kind of hold them for you. Um, but, yeah, I love this project. I talk about it all day. You know, it's uh, – I grew up playing Magic the Gathering. I was kind of a nerd. You know, me and my friends would get together and, and you know, uh, and play Magic uh, all the time. So uh, I'm interested in a gameplay like that because it's something that I can, you know, I think back to. Um, and then I just think the lore and, like, the way the art and the project is is amazing. So if you haven't checked it out yet, check out Parallel. 
check out the different cards that they got. Um, you know, the, the art's just just really, really great. And they're, they're slowly releasing informa- information about each different card, um, you know, what it does in the game and whatnot. And the game should hopefully be out by the end of the year. Thank, thank you for that, Benton, because that actually brought up uh, something I wanted to make sure I brought up was was God's, Un- God's Unchained, actually. Um, the game director is an old M- Magic the Gathering um, game director, and is that something you're familiar with, that project? Oh, yeah. I uh, definitely have played some some God's Unchained to my dad. Yeah. I, I like it a real lot. It's another one. It's, that's yeah, a that's, fantastic game. That's like my kind of number one right now, because I was a big Hearthstone guy. And just to share... Um, with everyone, what Gods Unchained is about, similar kind of um, collectible card game, uh, a Magic the Gathering, Hearthstone, um, Gwent from the Witcher series. And as you, as you're, it's completely free to play to start. Um, and as you level up, you'll earn packs with cards. These cards are not NFT cards. These are just cards in your collection. Um, but you can, you know, take these online play uh, to earn their gods token, which is a, they have a weekend ranked mode where over the weekend you'll play, play a certain number of matches and uh, earn tokens from there. They're working on a daily gods reward that will reward you just for playing um, uh, ranked matches any day of the week, uh, but that's not out yet. But any cards, if you buy a pack off the marketplace, those, <coughs> excuse me, those cards can be bought or sold. So the cards you buy at a premium price of, I think it's $3 per pack, those can be bought and sold. And then from there, there's different rarities. There's like a common, and then there's like a diamond or gold or shadow. There's different rarities of each card. Um, Then there's their own marketplace inside of that. And this is all built on, it's actually built, made by Immutable. They're responsible for Immutable X, the layer two marketplace. There's a whole bunch of, nfts on there that's a whole other episode we could probably do on them um but they're probably my biggest investment right now and what i like is it's very very affordable you can get a competitive deck for easily a hundred dollars so not a not a too big investment if you're into that kind of game yeah i think i i don't even know if i've ever sunk any money into that um when i started playing yeah it was was, yeah free to play i built a pretty good deck and and uh you know had a lot of fun with it and then Correct me if I'm wrong. Couldn't you like turn some of your cards that were in your collection that weren't NFTs? If you earned enough of some sort of uh, in-game asset, then you could make your cards in your collection NFTs. Is that still yes. correct? Yes, it's. I can't and I can't think of what the asset or, or the currency is called off the top of my head. But if you have, if you pull multiple cards in a pack, you can convert those cards yeah. to their in-game currency, and then you can use them to craft cards yeah. that will be NFTs when you craft them that can then be sold. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so exactly. Okay. So that's what I was doing. Yep. Yep. No. So that's a game I'm watching very closely. They just announced uh, their third expansion coming soon. Um, and like I said, if you're into Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone or just want to kind of dip your toes in the blockchain gaming ecosystem and don't want to spend any money, I'd say that's a good, a good starter. Yeah, I was just going to say that, um, Steve, you wrote a really, really nice introduction to Gods Unchained. It's on our uh, Medium page, NF3 Media. Um, if you look on Medium or search Steve's name or uh, Gods Unchained, you, you wrote a really nice article about it and um, kind of got me 
got, got me going. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out real quick. Yeah, that's, uh, definitely been a fun one. Um, and, and like I said, I like it just because it's, it was free to get into. I didn't have to put anything up and you can earn, uh, rewards for playing. Not like I made a ton of money, um, but a couple bucks every weekend just for playing a card game that you can put back into the game. You know, that's, that seems like a no brainer for me. Yeah. It's funny. Like I never played, uh, any of the card games. Like I would say the only card game as a, as a kid I ever played was Uno. <laughs> um, and so like these types of games, I think, you know, speak, to a, a a gaming audience that is probably uh, under you know underrepresented in the NFT space. So I, I parallel sounds really interesting. Um, Benton I know is a is a parallel whale, um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, Doc, I think we need Uno NFTs next. I think you just gave me a great yeah. idea. Let's who, go. Who owns it? Hasbro. We gotta we gotta get going uh, on that. I mean. Listen, I'll just go back to Dubai. There's no copyright protection there, and and we'll just mint it straight away. Um, and if we sell it on OpenSea, you know, we can mint whatever we want, anyways, right? No one cares, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, so th- these games, and then like the MMORPG uh, sort of structures and games, I think are kind of underrepresented uh, in the gaming space. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to watch and see what happens there. Um, yeah, uh, that, that's all I really have to say about that, but we got a parallel whale among us now, um, with Benton. So that's, uh, that's good to know our, our resident, uh, parallel expert here. Hey, I, th- I think you want to be part of my guild. I think that's what you're saying. That's all. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Oh, good. No, no, go ahead, Josh. I, I was just going to say, uh, for talking whales, um, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and claim Dougal, alien Dougal whale, uh, you know, the alien boy, uh, NFT, they came out with this project called the alien Dougal. It's a, a doodle, uh, you know, derivative, but it's, uh, they, they, you know, did their own spin on it is a joke, you know, kind of, but then of course, just like alien boy, they, they built, they have a huge, huge, uh, land holding that's being developed by the land vault. Um, he's, you know, who is the biggest builder in the sandbox, but they have this, this world's an NFT world and they're building this huge metaverse out for the Dougals. Again, I bought, you know, so this is me talking about my bags here. I bought over 20. I've got a lot of these, uh, but it's it's going to be on NFT worlds and they have 10 mini games um, and over 10 hours of questing. Uh, so there'll be staking involved and you'll be earning their new token. Um, and uh, I'm just excited for it because they've been posting. If you look at the Dougal's like main page or if you go to LFG Boomer, or Land Vault, or any of those guys, they've been posting some sneak peeks of the world they're building out, NFT Worlds, which is coming soon. I think it's going to be out this summer. Um, and of course, what's nice about that, it's on the Minecraft servers, and, uh, and that, that, I mean, this is going to be a cross-platform, and um, and my kids play just the business out of Roblox and all that kind of Minecraft stuff, so um, I'm really looking forward to that as, as far as like talking about whales and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready for that, so it's funny. Yeah, Josh, I wanted, that's what I was actually going to say. I wanted to bring up a little bit about Dougal's um, and Alien Boy, because I know you're in that world. If uh, if you don't know, my PFP is an Alien Dougal. Um, I love their little, their little art. They're so cute. Um, but what you just said about, 
them building in the Minecraft world and on their servers, I wonder how many metaverses we'll see being built that same way instead of a team building something from scratch because you know people have been building mods and mini games on minecraft for i mean close to a decade now even more so i wonder if it's um easier let's say or more cost effective to do that and you know easier accessibility everyone has a device that can run minecraft um, so it might be easier to get people on board rather than say, uh, you know, here's this game we're building. Uh, we haven't really tested it too much. We're a, a new developer, a new team with no track record. Come play our game. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, and I think that's why, like, they're so well positioned is that, you know, Landval is the by far the largest developer in the sandbox. And that's where you'll see, like... Um, what's kind of interesting about the Dougals, uh, particularly is they're, they're going to be the only project, uh, of that group that has land and games and NFT worlds, and they're going to have their own, um, in the sandbox. So it's going to be kind of the best of both worlds there, but I, I definitely agree with you on NFT worlds. And I think that's why it mooned so crazy, you know, was a big part of it, um, is, is all that compatibility, uh, across platform and, um, just the accessibility to it and to the, the Dougals, what why I've been, you know, I think I've given away four or five Dougals and I just, I've been like, just like the Dougal, uh, you know, king or whatever. Uh, Cause I just, I, I really, I'm really like excited about it because of the entry level price, like we're talking about. Um, I think they're 0.03 or 0.02. They're not bad. Like, I don't know what they are right now, the floor. Um, but yeah, and they make nice PFPs. The art's really cool. But um, yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be interesting um seeing that build out in nft worlds if you if you pull it up like i said there it's it's massive it's the biggest uh build in nft worlds right now um it's, it's pretty crazy just looking at the blueprints uh before i forget because we are coming up on 45 minutes or so here before we get into the aspen discord announcement i do want to give a schedule uh for these Aspen Gaming Spotlights. We scheduled out the rest of this month and also May, but we'll, we'll save that for later. Um, so for the rest of the month, we have April 12th, we have Gods Unchained, which we were just talking about. I'm super excited to talk about that one. Um, talk about their new expansion, their, their daily earning system, things of that sort. April 19th, these are all uh, Tuesday, by the way for those keeping track. April 19th is Metroverse. This is something that Dr. Jeremy kind of put me on to. It's a land trading strategy game um, with really cool, like, isometric 3D art. They're like little land tiles. Um, so that one will be cool, April 19th. And then April 26th, there's Splinterlands, which is on wax. Oh, my favorite... Uh, my favorite wax my favorite uh which is a auto battler card game kind of hybrid thing that's very very big community i think there's over like a hundred thousand daily active players or something which is ridiculous for a, a blockchain game this early but that's our schedule for april um and i hope you'll uh you'll join us in these spaces because we love doing these we love uh educating you guys.
Yeah, and uh, you know, there 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 may be conversation happening on on either simulcasting this into Discord or moving this into Discord in the following weeks. Um and so so I mean I think that keep stay tuned to hear sort of what, what happens from here. But yeah, I'll go ahead and make uh the Discord announcement now, which is um, you know, we've been really overwhelmed by the enthusiasm in Discord. Austin, how many members are we at right now as of this moment? Do you know? Um, yeah, more than 20K. Yeah, I mean, more than 20,000 people in Discord, which is really, really incredible. Um, and at the same time, like, that that has created some unique challenges because you have a lot of people who are coming in uh, and, and, you know, we're really trying to uh, foster community and create the ultimate NFT platform. And so what we've landed on is there's going to be um, a a new role being announced. Um, Austin, the name of this role? NFT DGEN. NFT DGEN. And what will happen is we will be engaging on a variety of NFT topics within um our our general chat and then we will be um you know finding people that are dgens and we will be giving them this role which will give them access to um very specific quests that only the dgen role will will have access to uh, as well as from a community perspective access to other people that are heavy into to nfts because we have you know a, a fungible crowd who's here which is great and we have a non-fungible crowd, which is great. And, and really, you know, the Aspen uh, platform is really aimed to be like the ultimate NFT platform. So we want to make sure that we're fostering an environment that allows, you know, NFT people to talk NFT things. Um, so that is going to start. I, I, Austin, when is that role going to start being given to people? Well, I think that it's going to start right after this call. All right, Fine. cool. So, yep. So we we've created some question stems to uh, to to seek out our NFT heads, and and you'll be hearing from us in in Discord, and and when you're given that role, like that role is gonna give you some access to some pretty dope things and some quests that uh, I think are gonna be really really good for for the the people that have that role, and also for our community um, to to get you know into the 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 talk around nfts which is really really important and it's tough because there's so much enthusiasm in general it's like it's hard to sort of facilitate a conversation there so um really excited to get that going um and that's going to get going after this um before i you know take us all out of here and wrap things up jeremy i just want to have a question about uh this new nft degen role i don't know if you're at liberty to share or or whatnot but um, a lot of times you hear about roles or privileges in discord and people think it's, you know, begging for a whitelist spot, nonstop spamming in the discord, uh, make artwork for us, tweet about us 24 seven nonstop. And I'm just wondering if you're, you're just trying to weed out, you know, more spammer types and, and just people looking for handouts maybe and trying to find the core uh, audience of what you want Aspen to be. Yeah. Like, like somewhere in between, like, I think that there's a lot of people who are sort of just spamming high, 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 high. 
because they think they're grinding for a whitelist, which which they're not. Uh, and, and but but I think more importantly, it's really a community and uh, creating spaces for people to interact and share ideas and, and engage in conversation on, on sort of a deeper level. And, and that's why it won't be any of XP or rank. Um, we'll, we'll have specific ways to sort of deduce um, who are the NFT heads that are in our server. And we're going to give them this role. And you never know, this role could be tied to a bunch of things down down the road uh, as, as obviously like, you know, two weeks ago we had 268 people in our server and now we're at 20,000 in our server. Um, it, it, it's, it's not as much to, to push anyone away as much as it is to pull in closer people that want to talk about NFT things and making sure that like that is a curated list and not something that people are just getting by, by typing in random stuff in a channel. I think you're also going to see Austin, I don't know if you want to share a little bit, but I think like there's going to be some changes to how the server is structured in general. I don't know if Austin, you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, what what we want to do is to create more channels, more specific channels, and delete some channels that we have now. We didn't decide it yet, so I can't talk too much about that, but that's what we are going to do. And I think that you explain it perfectly all about that, the role uh, doc. So yeah, great. Cool. Um, yeah. So, so that's it from our side. That's the, uh, the, the discord announcement and seek those things will start happening uh, probably with immediate effect. I'll probably jump into the server after this call and, and start um, giving people that, uh, that privilege and role. Um, and I think we'll probably have a quest launch in pretty short order once we start getting people into that, that channel. And strictly, I see you clapping. I know you're happy about this in particular. I was thinking a lot about you uh, and, and people of your ilk uh, when we were, we were going through this. Lardy, same with you. You've been really helpful in the server. So this is just a nice way to like, um, you know, give people some roles and, and, and reward people who have been really great in our, our process here. So there you have it, the new, uh, the new Aspen Discord server role. Um, if you're not already in there, what are you doing? Get get on in there. Um, they're awesome community. I remember, like, I was, like, number 112, and now, like, it's the number has ballooned. It's crazy to see uh, you guys grow so fast. Um, and like Jeremy alluded to, you might uh, see this this gaming spotlight transition into discord where you can uh, get some more eyes on it, have some more um, interaction. Cause I know, I know people who live on discord and that's all they do. Um, so that's kind of more their space. Um, but that's all for me. Um, I'll let uh, any of our co-hosts or speakers say, say their piece uh, if they want to say a little something else, but if not, um, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thanks for joining. Take care. See you guys soon. See you all. Take care. Bye, everyone. Have a good night, afternoon, whatever time it is for you.